to the injury report i'm your host joey brenner today is sunday august 7th recording in toledo ohio where it is feels like 100 degrees with 100 percent humidity and it's kind of been that way for a while it used to be a swamp and it feels like it still is the nfl is back although there aren't a whole lot of injuries so far everybody's just getting into camp There's people coming back from injuries, but we're not going to focus on them right now. And we have really only two injuries to talk about today. The first being Paige Beckers, who is the standout basketball player at UConn, the famed and legendary UConn women's basketball team. She's their best player. She led them to the national title game last year after coming off of an injury last year and This summer, in playing a pickup game of hoops, she tore her left ACL. So she had previously had an injury to her left tibial plateau, which is where the ACL connects. And it's the top part. It's right under your knee where your femur kind of rests. So she had hurt that and her meniscus. And there was some questions about the stability of that ACL after that. And it just gave away. She also had the right ankle injury that she has had surgery on before. So she has been through a lot of surgeries. She She's at the point right now where, you know, that six to nine month comeback window would put her most likely at the earliest at February or March. So I doubt we'll see her at all next season. And I think that'll be her junior season. So she might be ready or she would definitely be ready to go as a senior if she stayed. And I think most women's players do. She probably is makes quite a bit in the NIL because she's, you know, the, the biggest, most notable, uh, not only player at that school, probably in the country for women's basketball. So, but she'll be out uh, most likely all of this year. And she'll be, ha- I think she already had the surgery though to get her back to speed. So, yeah, she'll be on crutches for a few weeks and then slowly progress. But as far as this season goes, it will be a Beckersless season for Gino Ariyama and the Women's Huskies of UConn. And then as far as the NFL, we have Matt Stafford, who he is suffering from some elbow tendonitis right now. So... He said it's not a huge deal. McVeigh said that it was a little abnormal and it's been described as nagging. He had a PRP injection or a platelet rich plasma injection after last season where it was kind of still bothering him at that time. And that's just um, kind of concentrating some of your own blood and then injecting it back into the area to help that healing process go a little faster. But we've all known that Stafford has a kind of funky, unconventional throwing style. And I think that's what's going to be the issue here. He throws it more like a baseball, and that's what McVay said. It's not really a thing that we usually see in quarterbacks. It's more in pitchers. And 
it has been described as tendonitis. So there are a couple things that this could have been. It could have been um, like a medial condyl or, or fracture, you know, the, a UCL injury, which is that ulnar collateral. We've talked about that before. It's kind of, um, it wraps around the inside of your elbow. So your inside elbow is the side that touches you. If you put your palm up, that's the anatomical position. So medial is the inside and then on your thumb side is lateral. So pinky side is where um, those connect. And another thing is the pronating motion from flicking your wrist around in that extreme motion when you're throwing the ball. He's got his wrist holding the football on towards up towards his ear with his palm tip facing him. And then when he lets it go, that snapping motion can uh, cause pain that it puts a lot of pressure on not just those muscles that do the pronation, but also where they attach. And that's going to be the medial epicondyle of that humerus. So that flipping motion can cause a lot of pain. And there are some things that you can do for it. But uh, yeah, like physical therapy, you can try to change the throwing mechanics. In some cases, there does have to be surgery. That's usually more with the UCL, the ligament damage than it is. Or if there's a stress fracture of that medial epicondyle, not so much for just the tendonitis itself. And one of the ways to talk about or kind of check the level of the tendonitis, the grade, I guess would be to say, is it hurting when you're not throwing? If it's only hurting when you're throwing, he can kind of manage that load. You know, it's camp right now, so it's going to be a little bit more physical work than it will be during the season. You know, once you get into the season, you can do a lot more game film and practice is only going to be a couple hours a day where you're actually throwing the football. So right now it's going to be a little heavier workload for him and it should get easier as we get into the season and honestly right now they should just shut him down maybe for a few days give him give him break and that kind of wraps up our injuries for the week now we're just going to go into our injured and recovered injured despite having their first hall of famer the jaguars looked absolutely terrible and they're preseason debut against the Raiders the offense just looked out of sorts they had three fumbles that only one was lost but they had three fumbles and they had two fumbles that were called not fumbles but just you know sloppy with the ball and uh, Trayvon Walker who is a beast uh, he had a penalty for his first play I don't think it should have been a penalty they're probably calling it tight because it's the preseason and he just kind of tossed quarterback down with one hand but as a whole they did not look good recovered the Padres made some big moves they got Juan Soto from the Nationals they got Josh Harder the closer from the Brewers and they got some other moves they made some other moves as well they are in it to win it and not only will they you know have a chance to win their division and get into the playoffs but we finally see somebody who's going to kind of challenge the Dodgers a little bit more. It's tough because this is the 
second phenom that the Nationals have lost in a very short amount of time after losing Bryce Harper. It's hard to see, you know, these guys develop and then leave. But that's been the name of baseball for a long time. And, I mean, the Yankees didn't win at all last season or, you know, last decade. They haven't won in a decade or so. The Dodgers have only won one. So despite that, the big spenders don't always win. Uh, the Nationals have won more recently than those teams. So who knows if, you know, the Nationals can still be competitive. And I bet the Padres will be competitive. But just because they got these guys does not guarantee them a ring. You got to win that. You can't buy those. Injured, Kareem Hunt requested a trade. And the Browns just simply said no. They can't afford to lose more people as the NFL just decided they would appeal Deshaun Watson's sentence from six games, and we will see how that goes. I bet it ends up around eight or nine, around half the season. That uh, They called for a full season or indefinitely, I think, and the NFLPA wanted none, so that's where I kind of think things will go. And the judge kind of, in her review and her ruling, said that the NFL should do more, but this is just based on prior precedent so the nfl definitely didn't do a great hasn't done a great job of being consistent and that's why the judge came to her conclusion that's kind of how i understood her ruling recovered is mason rudolph he is come back to from the dead seemingly after a game last year Najee harris was asked who he wanted to play quarterback for the steelers and he listed guys from every other roster and you know anybody who could have been taught, thought of as a free agent and even you know some rookies there are some guys in the draft and he did not mention mason rudolph the steelers went out and got mitch trubisky and drafted kenny pickett and despite all of this mason rudolph is the second team quarterback listed on the depth chart right now he is past pickett and he is competing with trubisky in their three-way quarterback battle He's been there for a while. He's a stealer. We'll see if he can uh, get that. I doubt that they would make all these moves to still start Rudolph, but that's not uh, that's not football. Football is trying to win, not trying to appease the contracts. Injured KD. We talked about this last time. He is still in Brooklyn. There have been more talks about him to the Celtics, more talks about him to the Heat, but he is still in Brooklyn. Recovered Joe Flacco is competing for the Jets job with Zach Wilson. It's been said that Zach Wilson is struggling. Joe Flacco is a veteran. He's been around a few times. And I doubt that he will actually see the field. This is another spot where, you know, they didn't get Zach Wilson just for him to sit on the bench. They've already played him. They sell a lot of jerseys around him. And as much as, like I said, football is football. It's about winning. So who knows, maybe Flacco will sneak it in there. But I think just for their own long-term development, I think that Zach Wilson will probably still end up there. Starter. Injured, Iman Shumpert joins Brittany Griner as notable basketball players in jail for possession of marijuana. Now, I think he had like, I don't know what state he was in, and he had like six pounds or something like that, which I guess is a lot. But he joined, so now Brittany Griner's in jail for 
possession overseas and that's you know an outrage and everybody's saying oh i can't believe that she's in jail for weed you know russia's so backwards now we have a guy in america uh in jail or who was arrested maybe not in jail but who was arrested for the same thing so it is just uh funny to think that we all thought russia was overreacting when mon shumper was just arrested for the same thing and then finally recovered is COVID is back, I guess, because Kyler Murray just had it and missed a few days after his little contract dispute where he was able to get rid of his claws. So that is actually the wrap up for the day. Everybody enjoy August as we kick things off with kind of the end of summer, but football around the corner.